Welcome. This is Pastor Danny with Word of Faith Family Church in beautiful Lander, Wyoming. Thank you for taking the time to join us today. I pray you will be energized and strengthened as you listen to God's Word. Well, I'm going to pray and we're going to get started, shall we? Father, we just thank you for this day. This is the day that you made and we will rejoice and be glad in. We thank you, Lord, for the great moisture that you've given us. And Father God, we just thank you for your goodness. It's, it's your abundance that you have for us. Everything you do, you do it well. And Father, we just give you praise and thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I will say it's been, it's, um, man, lately it seems like all I've been do done, doing is traveling. I just, uh, you know, last Sunday after the service, I took off and went to Salt Lake, and then I ended up getting into San Antonio at 2 a.m., and then uh, back for leadership meetings right away on uh, uh, Monday morning, and then uh, got home uh, Thursday about 1 o'clock, and then we took off Thursday about 2.30 again for Billings, and got home last night, so, and then I uh, uh, got a couple of trips this week I got to make, and then uh, here in a couple weeks, going to Israel again, and um, uh, those of you that are Wednesday night Bible study, what would you think of that video? Oh. Yeah, well, it was pretty amazing, wasn't it, Sister Billy? And uh, so at this, uh, at this leadership meeting, we uh, uh, heard from some of the uh, Hamas family victims, and I tell you, it was heart-wrenching, uh, some of the stuff that they are going through, so keep the... Uh, Jewish people in your prayers and uh, believe it or not there's stuff going on around the state too uh, with the pro-Palestinian rallies that's uh, up and people have no idea what they're uh, what they're lobbying for and what they're doing uh, yeah it really is and uh, in so many ways and so I am looking forward to this trip on one hand and the other hand I'm not because of the people that we're going to be meeting with and, and whatnot. And so, uh, anyway, but uh, praise God. It's an honor to go and represent Christians United for Israel and represent, represent being a Christian. Praise God to the Jewish people and let them know we're standing with them. And um, one of the greatest things you can do, do if you have any Jewish friends is just let them know you're not alone. That's all you got to tell them. And I've talked to several, matter of fact, of kind of getting a network of some of them here within the state. And uh, we just have a second rabbi that has just come in to the state in Laramie. And, uh, and some of the, um, on the thread with some different ones of the Jewish people. And they said, you know, it's great when people uh, want to help with financials, finances and stuff. And, and we're honored by that. And, and we really appreciate it. But they said, you want to bring a tear to a, a Jew's eyes is let them know that they're not forgotten. Let them know that you're standing with them. Let them know that you care. And so uh, it's just uh, something as simple as that. So anyway, so we've been talking about vision, uh, vision for more. And so I want to uh, um, I want to continue in this theme today, and uh, I want to uh, ask you a question about this. Uh, or, uh, well, a couple of questions actually. Um, what does your vision for your life look like for 2024? I want you to think about that just for a minute. I would venture to say, and I could be wrong, I hope I'm wrong, 
that if I ask for a show of hands, which I'm not going to, if I ask you the vision that you had for 2024, if you had a vision, that it would probably be less than half of the people in this room. Now, that's not said for condemnation's sake. That's just said for because we know how humanity is. Well, everything's okay, and we'll just kind of wing it. Well, maybe that's not your personality. Maybe you're more of a planner, and you do have a plan. You do have a goal, some things you've set in motion. Now, I'm not talking about a New Year's resolution that maybe you came up with on January 1. I'm, I'm talking about your vision for your sake, what it includes for you and your household, maybe your children, maybe your family, what it includes for this year. How many of you know if you aim at nothing, you're sure to hit it? Right? You've heard that little saying before? And so uh, it's better to have a goal, have a target, aim at it, and miss it a little bit than it is not even to take the shot. Uh, you know, than even to get involved in something uh, to move in that direction. And it's amazing how, uh, um, and, and we've been, some of us as leadership here, we've been uh, tasked with reading a book. It's called The Power of One More. And uh, in there, he talks about The Matrix. How many of you have seen the movie The Matrix? Okay. And um, one of the things, uh, the principle of The Matrix is this. How many of you have ever, uh, maybe you were uh, uh, in the market for a particular vehicle and you decided, okay, this is the kind of vehicle I want to get. And so you started doing your study on it. You began to research it. And, uh, and then even you had a color that you wanted to, uh, wanted to go with. And then uh, how long was it after that that all of a sudden all you saw was that same make and model and color of cars everywhere? Wasn't they there before? But you didn't see them before, did you? All of a sudden, you created an awareness towards something, and you begin to move in that direction towards that. Well, you know, our vision for our life is a lot the same way. Uh, you know, we, we, can, we can come up with excuses, and we can say, well, you know, I'm really busy. I don't have time. But, you know, we'll never get where we need to be with that type of attitude. But with an attitude of, you know what? Um, I'm going to begin to move forward in this direction, and all of a sudden things begin to come into play, begin to come into place. I thought it was really interesting, you know, uh, one thing that we've been, uh, I've been doing, and all of a sudden uh, uh, I've been looking around for property uh, to build a new facility on in the future, uh, near future, praise God. And so uh, how many of you know uh, there's not a lot of uh, property around, especially in the city of limits here in Lander for commercial. But you know what? I already found three, four pieces of property that I didn't even know existed or were even uh, uh, possibly for sale, and they wasn't, I wasn't even aware of it until I began to look for them. There's the matrix again. All of a sudden now you begin to see these different things. So I want to challenge in your life as you begin to uh, 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 put down your vision for this year, begin to study, begin to look at it, begin to examine it, begin to spend time with it, begin to see it, all of a sudden I guarantee you things, the pieces of the puzzle will begin to move, move in that direction. You'll begin to see it. But if we do nothing, then it won't, it won't happen. It won't take place. 
busies will come in in life. Other things will begin to come in in life. Things begin to take our time. So how do we, how do we, um, how, how, do we, how, how do we begin to see the vision? How do we get there? Well, how many of you know it's really important that what we do in life, that we be led by the Holy Spirit? So the first order of business is obviously go before the Lord, pray about it, and say, Lord, uh, um, I'm asking you to begin to put vision in me. Begin, uh, Lord, begin to show me what direction I need to be heading for this year. You might think everything's fine and everything's okay, but maybe the Lord isn't. Maybe there's something else that he wants you to be involved with, someone else's life he wants you to be involved with in. Maybe there's things that he needs done for the kingdom of God here on this earth. How many of you know it's not just about us? Yeah, right. Amen. It's not going to be long. We're going to wrap this thing up. We're going to go to the house. But until then, uh, we've got a job to do. And life is but a vapor. And as we're sitting here this morning, the, t the, the, the tick-tock of time is slowly going away now we know that we're in eternity but not here on this earth we have a short time to be here and while we're here one of the biggest things that we can do is to begin to impact others we've learned as we begin a study we did a study a while back on the kingdom uh, the kingdom of God and the kingdom of heaven and we begin to realize and see that, that uh, uh, God's desire all along and the king's desire is to make another place like the kingdom, begin to populate it, and make it just like where the kingdom's at. And so earth, guess what happened? God sent ambassadors, Adam and Eve, in the garden. Their job, placed here on this earth, their job was to populate earth and make it just like heaven. Well, they didn't succeed in that too well, did they? And so the second Adam had to be sent. Jesus had to come, the second ambassador came to write things and get it back on track again. Remember his prayer? Lord, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's kingdom business. That's kingdom principles. And so our job is to be about the Father's business. If we want to see how the earth is supposed to operate and be involved, we look at how heaven is. And so every one of us are not here just to take up space and suck up air. We've got things to do. We've got a short time. And I'm telling you, you want to have a productive life. You want to have a fulfilling life. It's when you're about your father's business. Everything else, that all the persecution and everything that Jesus went through here on the earth paled in the light of the, the task that God gave him to do, the fulfillment of accomplishing what his father sent him to do. And so if you truly want to step into fulfillment, you step into the plan that your father, your, our Father has for us to do. And so we need the Holy Spirit to help us, to guide us, to direct us in what direction and what we're supposed to be involved in. I know there's busies in life. We're raising a family. We've got jobs to do and everything. But the greater mandate above all that is held in God's hand, and he wants to put it into ours. He wants to show us what, how that we can uh, uh, assist in this last day time, the short time that we've got here on the earth, so that when it's all said and done, we can hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Yeah. And so each one of us, we need that direction, right? We need that vision given by the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit. 
because he knows. He knows all things. The Bible says he knew us before we were even in our mother's womb. He has a plan for our life. And I can tell you this, his plans are only good. Not for evil. His plans are for good. And you'll never find the fulfillment in life that you and I would search after until we step into the plan that God has for our life. I've even said this before. I've said, you know, many people are right smack dab in the middle of God's plan for their life, looking for his plan. And so it's not for us to go around looking because the scriptures tells us that the steps of a good man, a goodly man, or really it's a righteous man walking righteously before the Lord, is ordered by the Lord. So what do you do? You, when you're putting him first in life, seeking first the kingdom of God, his righteousness and all these other things be added, it's that principle. When we step in to him and we pursue him with everything that we've got, all of a sudden we find ourselves going down this path, this road, exactly the will of God for our lives. We don't have to look for it. We don't have to search for it. It begins to unfold before us and we begin to step right into it. So it's not a hard thing. It's only hard when we begin to try to figure God out. I know nobody here has ever done that, but I've heard of that happening. But anyway, it's, it's, it's not hard to follow him. It's not hard. How do we do that? By spending time with him, by seeking him first, by putting him first, right? And then as we spend the time before him, he begins to unfold the direction, the vision within us that he wants us to do. Now, we know that God isn't moved by time. God doesn't need time. He's a master of time. But he operates with mankind on the time level because he made us as time beings. We have to have that because we don't know where in eternity we're at. We have no mark. We have nothing. It's kind of like, uh, let me use this little illustration. How many of you have ever been in like a, a gondola uh, on a ski slope or, you know, up on a gondola ever taken one of those any place whether it's winter or summer you were hanging out there in the middle of nowhere and everything was just great and all of a sudden you went by one of those posts and when you went by one of those posts all of a sudden you grabbed the side did you ever do that you probably didn't didn't even realize it because for first time as you were going along all of a sudden you went by something that gave you a benchmark of man I'm up here Otherwise, you were just floating right along. I remember many times flying, you know, going flying, and you're up there in the, in the airplane, and you're flying along, and there's times sometimes then I'd fly around the clouds, and as I go around the clouds, it's like, this is really cool, because you kind of get that little adrenaline, because it's like you realize how far you're up, because all of a sudden, now you have a benchmark. You have something in there that, that marks where you're at. Well, that's the same way with time, when we're walking through planet earth with time we don't know but then all of a sudden time shows us you know what i need to get with it you ever been doing something and all of a sudden oh man it's so and so's time i need to hurry this up i've got this to do i've got that to do right and so we operate by time god doesn't need that but we need it and so god works with us concerning time so this year 2024 is an allotment of time We've got on this, it's, it's always good to start something at the beginning of the year. It's fresh. It's like a new mindset. Here we go again. And so the first thing is for a vision for this year. I want to challenge you. If you don't have a vision for 2024, go before the Lord and say, Lord, I'm asking you to speak to my heart. 
I'm asking, you might sit down with a piece of paper and a pencil and let me begin to speak to your heart and begin to give you ideas and things and start writing. And he may begin to download in you. I've been using this phrase a lot because I really like it. You know, everybody here knows what it means to download something, right? Download something into your phone or onto your computer or something like that. Well, the Spirit of God wants to download in us information. He wants to download himself into us. When we're reading his word and studying, what is he doing? He's downloading in us, the things in us. And so let him, let's let him download that vision in us. Let's let him put that on the inside of us. Let's let him do... I, I, I like this, this scripture in... Uh, turn your Bibles, if you would, for, uh, to uh, uh, Ephesians chapter 3. I want to I read this to you here. I thought this was really good. Uh, Ephesians 3... Verse, beginning reading in verse 14. Now the New King James says it this way, Ephesians 3, 14, Paul's speaking. For this reason I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might through his Spirit in the inner man. That's, you know, we all, number one, our spirit, right? We have a soul and we live in a body. Our inner man is who we are, our spirit man, right, on the inside. Through his spirit, capital S, the Holy Spirit, in the inner man, through our spirit. That Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness. Everybody say filled with all the fullness of God. Downloaded. You see that? Might be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly. He didn't say abundantly. He said exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or think according to the power that works in us. What is that power that works in us? It's faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, right? It's faith uh, 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 working the Holy Spirit in us, working with faith, taking faith because faith is our uh, um, is what allows us to receive and catch the vision and receive it and pull it in. Faith is is what brings things out of the supernatural realm into the natural realm. Faith is a confidence of what God said He would do for me. Faith reaches out and says, "That's mine. I just take it." Praise God. Amen. And so God wants to download in us this fullness, this the fullness of him. He wants to put big things in us. Now listen to this. I, I, I really like this. Um, I'm going to read this out of the, uh, uh, the Amplified. It says, um, um, For this reason, seeing the greatness of his plan by which you were all built together in Christ, I bow my knees before the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, to whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that Father from uh, uh, whom all child, fa uh, fatherhood takes its title and derives its name. May he grant you out of the rich treasury of his glory to be strengthened and reinforced, reinforced with mighty power in the inner man, by the Holy Spirit, himself indwelling your innermost being and personality. May Christ, through your faith, actually dwell, settle down, abide, make his permanent home in your hearts. May you be rooted deep 
in love and founded securely on love that you may know or that you may have the power and be strong to apprehend and grasp with all the saints, God's devoted people, the experience of that love, what is the breadth and length and height and depth of it, that you may really come to know practically through experience for yourselves the love of Christ which far surpasses mere knowledge without experience that you may be filled with all your being unto all the fullness of God may have the richest measure of the divine presence and become a body wholly filled and flooded with God himself now to him who by in consequence of the action of his power that is at work within us is able to carry out his purpose and do superabundantly far over and above all that he dare ask or think infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, or dreams. He, folks, there is so much that God has for us. There is so much vision that God wants to put in us. We need it. We must have it to get to where we need to be. We can't have it. We, if we don't have vision, we will not go there. You'll not go there. Well, what are you doing? Oh, I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out something to do. No, we should know. It should be burning with a passion on the inside of us, driving us, pushing us. Every time we turn around, we're looking. We're seeing how that fall fits into the vision that God has for us on the inside. So if that's vision uh, for this year and it's been given by the Holy Spirit, then Obviously, it's going to line up with God's plan for life and God's word, right? Because God won't contradict himself. So, if it lines up with God's word, then do you have your scriptures to, to back that up? Dig in your scripture. Find out what it is. Find your, you, you know, scriptures in the Bible, the word of God, is what we do war with. It's, what, it's, it's our handbook in life. It's what, it's what has the teeth when something else tries to come and throw us, knock us off. We say, no, we're rooted in this. We're, not, we're fixed in this. This holds us solid and secure. And so as we, as we find ourselves in Scripture, that's what Jesus did when he went to the temple. What did he do? He said, he said, this day the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. He has anointed me to preach the gospel, to set the captives free. He found himself in Scripture, and he began to do exactly what he saw, him, saw the Scripture there, and he took it and made it his own. Well, we can do the same thing. We should be doing the same thing. So what is it in your vision that God has given you? Now, it might not be specific if there's a specific area that you're going into, but always follow after peace because God is the Prince of Peace, right? Yeah. If it's not God, there won't be a peace there because it won't line up with God's Word. But if it lines up with the Word of God, if it's not self-fleshly motivated, if it isn't immoral or unjust, it's probably placed there by the Spirit of God on the inside. And so as you began then, now not only will that vision Will the Spirit of God download that vision in you? He'll begin, as you begin to pursue that, He'll begin to bring things in to make that come to pass. He'll go to work because the Holy Spirit is our helper, right? 
And so all of a sudden, here's this vision, and it begins to burn on the inside of you. And you think, I don't have the resources or money, but guess what? It's not going to stop you, praise God, because somehow or another, you're going to get there because you know it's God, and God will make a way where there seems to be no way, and where it's impossible to man, it's not to God. Hallelujah. And so you begin to move in that direction. You begin to move. And all of a sudden, all of heaven comes to help out. Oh, looky here, guys. He's moving in the right direction that I led him in. Let's go help him, praise God. And all of heaven begins to help. The angels come on board, praise God. Supernatural favor begins to work on your behalf. You show up in front of somebody, and they say yes when they should say no. Well, why did that happen? Because it was a favor of God, because God's had worked for you and I. And look at all that we'd be missing out on if we said, well, I just don't know what to do. But all of a sudden, now we begin to know what to do. We begin to get vision from him, from the Spirit of God. He's given it to us. And now we're moving in a direction, praise God. Is there going to be obstacles along the way? Well, certainly. But praise God, God's bigger than any obstacle. And I'm telling you, the lion of the tribe of Judah is on the inside. And when something goes to stand in your way, it's time to roar, praise God. Get out of my way. I'm on a mission. I'm about my father's business. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. Now, we don't, we don't walk out of love. The love is our guiding, uh, 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 guiding light. It's a, it's, that's what guides us in light. We don't say, get out of the way, sister. I've got something I've got to do. <laughs> Heck with you. No. We say, hey, won't you come along with me on this journey? Let's work together. Amen. The love of God always, always is the high road. Praise God. And so as we begin to move in that direction, all of a sudden, heaven comes to help. Heaven comes to lend their support. Praise God. But what's it take? It takes faith. It takes faith to step out when you don't know what to, what's the next step is. You don't know where you're going. But praise God by faith. We could, I could tell you stories all day long of things and how we happened. We, didn't, we built this church. We came here in faith. We didn't have, I didn't have a job. Didn't have, there was no church established. All I knew was on my heart to come and pioneer a work here. Pioneer a work here in Wyoming. Started from scratch. Well, praise God. Who will come? I don't know. That's God's part, praise God. All I know is God put it in my heart. And we come. And we had a witness with our whole family. Yeah, this is right. We come, praise God, put our hand to the plow. The same day we got here, we got a nice little letter from the IRS saying, you've been audited. Everybody likes one of those letters, right? My business back in Oklahoma, electrical business, this is the second time. I was audited the first time. I think I had to pay $400 for <laughs> the whole year's taxes or something like that. And it was simply because I couldn't find some receipts or something. This year, when it came, I recognized that his employ is an attack from the enemy to sidetrack. I said, no, God's called us here for a bigger call. Pastor Nancy Idle, we laid our hands on it and said, in the name of Jesus, we'll handle this, but we'll only give it the necessary time to handle it. We're not going to be sidetracked. And we laid it down. And we went on about our business. It was all said and done. Nothing changed. Didn't, have to, didn't owe a dime. Didn't get any money back either, but didn't owe a dime. But it was a distraction. How many of you know a letter from the IRS saying you're being audited, put everything on hold until you hear more from us, is not a pleasant piece of mail that you want to get, especially the second time around, because we knew what all went into the first time to 
come out good on them. Well, there's, ro- there's things that'll come along that'll try to trip you and I up on our journey. The vision isn't always, ha, oh, I'm so glad I did this. Everything has been just hunky-dory since that time. No problems. Man, it's been great. No, you'll probably face more obstacles than you ever have. That's the reality of it. But guess what? We're more than conquerors. We're overcomers. The greater one lives in us. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Amen? Hallelujah. So here we are. We're on our journey. We've prayed about it. We know God's downloaded in us. Now we're moving forward in this this vision for our life. It affects, and the thing thing about it is, and that's the cool thing about everything that God gives us is for others. It's not for us. I'm going to pause for just a moment because I want you to think about that. I say it again. Everything that God gives us is for others, not ourselves, specifically. But, there's a but. Everybody say but. How many of you know about seed time and harvest? When we give away what God's given us into somebody else's life, we got more than we could have gotten from that. That's the sowing and reaping. That's the seed multiplying and bringing increase. I mean, the, 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 the fallout on all of, of, of what we've been given to have a part in someone else's life and invest in that and give of ourselves is way beyond anything we could ever do for ourselves. Hallelujah. Because God knows and he's not going to let us suffer loss in that. Hallelujah. So, always remember, let, that, let that, that kind of be a guide. Is this all about me? Is this vision I have, is it just about me? Or is it having a, is it, is it have to do with others? Is it have to do with making a difference in someone else's life? Your flesh will tell you, your mind will tell you, actually, well, you know, if I do this for you, then, you know, I'm not going to have any time for me. That's what it looks like in the natural But see, God is not uh, unrighteous to forget our labor of love. He will make sure that we get very well rewarded for doing his bidding. Amen. Matter of fact, he even says some things like, you know, that there's going to be family turn against you and people hate you and all this stuff. But then he goes on and talks about how that we're laying up an inheritance that Nothing can corrupt, and life begins to get sweeter, sweeter, and sweeter in the midst of all that. And so this vision, as we begin to pursue it, that's something we can look at. Lord, okay, I've asked you, Lord, and you're downloading this. Now be prepared that when the vision begins to come that your mind goes tilt, tilt, tilt. The first thing, thoughts that comes to your mind, there's no way I could do that. Now, don't say anything about, don't utter those words. You know, we don't have to say everything we're thinking. I know that's a new concept, right? <laughs> oh, I'm thinking it. Well, I'll just say it, and then I'll think about it. No, that's <laughs> Sometimes it's best just to zip the lip. The Bible talks about putting our hand over our mouth. Now, we don't do it over somebody else's mouth, but 
being slow to speak, right? Because there's things sometimes that the Spirit of God may give you, and your mind's just going, oh, yeah, 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 boy, this is bigger than I, I mean, I, 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 Lord, if you're going to have to say anything, is so be it, Lord. What did Mary say? What did it say about Mary? When it was spoken to her and her mind went tilts, that she pondered those things in her heart. Didn't say she ever made a sound. Sometimes you just got to ponder them. Just give them God. And if you know that you need to zip it, then just do it. Don't say anything, Kittry. (laughs) 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 I'm trying my best. She says no. No, we all in some areas sometimes because sometimes it's like this is this is bigger than anything that I've ever seen. It's coming to me in a fashion. Well, guess what? We see we serve a God that's so big. We live so far beneath our privileges that God's got for us. We got a place to go. We got things to do. We got people to see. There's things that's got to be done, and God's looking for those that'll just say, "Count me in, Lord. I'm here." You might say, I don't, I'll just be honest right now. I don't know how in the natural, but I know the God that I serve. Hallelujah. The pressure is not on us. The pressure begins to be put on him, and he can handle it. Amen. I said he can handle it. So now let me ask you this. So when this vision begins to come, is it just one big goal, or is it made up of segments? He wasn't supposed to answer that. <laughs> Usually it's one big goal. But I know we're all spiritual here today, and so we just want to say the right thing. Segments, right? <laughs> but usually it's this big goal. It's all this goal. How do I get there? But really it is about segments. Really it is. Philippians 3.14 Paul says this. He says, I press towards the mark. Now, I don't know. I think the King James is the only one that catches that and uses the word mark in that. Maybe other translations do. But anyway, he says, I press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. What's a mark? Well, in, in days of Roman times and during those times when they had races, when an athlete had races, they had markers marking the trail the, that they were to run. They couldn't see the goal from where they started. All they could see was the next mark. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of times they couldn't even see the next mark until they started moving. And so they started going down this path a little bit. They knew, okay, here's where it starts. And doesn't that kind of sound like faith? We don't really know where we're going, but we know we're supposed to go on this path. I don't even know my next, where I'm supposed to go next, but as we begin to move down that path, all of a sudden, oh, looky there, there's a mark. There's a marker. And as we move towards that marker, all of a sudden, we begin to look forward, and there's another marker. And so that's, the next, that's our next goal then. We're going towards that marker. And then all of a sudden, this trail may take many turns and up and downs and all over the place and maybe even double back some. And all of a sudden, you, we don't know where we're going, but we keep going from one marker to the next marker to the next marker until we finally cross, get to the goal we cross the line. That's how our life is in Christ. And that should be really how our 
vision is in our life. It should be bigger than something that you can see. You might think you can see it. Oh, I can't tell you how many times I've been out on the golf course and I thought, oh, yeah, there's the, there's the pen over there. Okay, there's what I head for. And as I get going down the road, it's like, dude, that was over on the other fairway. That wasn't even my pen. I see there's a bend here. And it wasn't until I got going that I realized that the green was someplace else. It wasn't where I was looking. In life, we don't know. We try to figure things out. We try to figure out, well, we're supposed to go here. We're supposed to go there. And, and it's already 10.50. What's going on with this time? Are you messing with the clock? <laughs> anyway, so we don't know the whole we don't know the whole vision sometimes, but we know sometimes you might just have a part. Thank you, Lord. Let me, let me just say this real quick. There's something, and, and I'll just share this with, I don't know how long it's going to take for this to come about, but here's something that, you all know the story about where I ended up having to make an emergency landing in my plane out here on the highway south of town at night with no forward visibility because there was oil all over my windshield. I landed the plane. And the story about that that entails that, after this happened, God put on me that there needs to be like a short video or something made of this because uh, I cannot tell, every time I tell the story in the fullness of it, people say, man, I got goosebumps all over me. I, got, I mean, the presence of God is all over that because God's hand took care of me on that very well and guided me right down the middle of that bridge that I didn't even know was there at night. And so I, I, know, that there's, I know there's more to this. And so uh, there's a, a, a gentleman that's in the ministry and he makes short videos and they make for ministry videos and stuff. If I said his name, some of you might know who it is, but uh, out in California. And uh, Anyway, it wasn't too long after this happened, his, his name, I didn't even know the man. I knew who he was, but I didn't know the man. And I kept seeing that I need to make a connection with him. I need to make a connection with him concerning this. And I would go, and I've learned that if it's God, it'll last. If it's not, it'll pass. Okay? So you don't have to get in a hurry with God. Unless he says do something right now, God's a better planner than that. He'll put some in your heart and it'll stay. It won't leave. And so now it's been weeks and months and it's still there. And even now getting into years. And guess what? It's still there. This connection. So at the minister's conference this year, the man was there. And I wouldn't talk to him about it. He says, well, he says, um, I've got sh six videos, short videos I'm making this year. And he said, you might be my seventh one. I don't know. We'll see. We'll let God take care of that. But it was like I knew that there was a connection with him. Matter of fact, the first thing he said, he says, the first thing I want you to do is begin to work on a book. So I want you to have a start, but leave it open-ended. Leave it open. So that's going to be another uh, <laughs> another one there <laughs> that we'll have to work on. So last Sunday, how many of you were here last Sunday when I shared my testimony? And uh, thank you for allowing me to do that. And uh, uh, one of the reasons I did that is 
we're looking at putting that into a book and we needed we needed it down from beginning to end uh, so we could kind of get that in there and so now it looks like another one here kind of going that direction I don't know but the point I was making here is when the Spirit of God will put something in you and you don't know you, you don't know how you're supposed to go you don't know I, I didn't know how I was supposed to connect with him or anything like that and uh, but anyway God set it up but I but when God puts something in your heart regardless of what it looks like God will make it come to pass if you just keep on pressing in the right direction hallelujah okay a couple of things I got to keep moving here run out of times okay um, do you need help from someone else to meet your goal or to get where you need to do don't be afraid to ask for help don't be afraid to get that other person involved sit down and have a heart to heart about it say this is on their heart say if it's on their heart say if it's a you might be surprised God may be already working on that sometimes if we're not careful we try to lone ranger everything oh I got this I know God's telling me so I need to do this and just hush with but no ask the Lord is there somebody else who's supposed to be involved in there with me and then don't get disappointed if they say well no I don't know that I want to do that just keep going if it's God he'll bring it back maybe it was somebody else maybe it wasn't that person maybe it was somebody else but don't be don't be closed off to other people being involved in your vision in your goal and going forward right okay husbands and wives make sure you guys are in agreement with each other make sure that you guys are in agreement with each other make sure it's it's you know that, that you guys can pray about it together say you know sit down and share if they're not in agreement with what's in your heart pray about it. ask the lord lord okay this kind of throws a major wrinkle in here how do i proceed on this there might be things that you even have to put on hold for a minute, but there might be something else in the background that you can begin to work on. Because I'm telling you, if God's big enough to put it in your heart, he's big enough to make a way. Because he knows the future, he knows the direction you're headed, right? Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, can you wrap your faith around it? You've heard me talk, uh, talk about this before. What's it mean to wrap your faith around you know, there's times, sometimes I've said, some people try to believe God for a Cadillac with Volkswagen faith. Well, now that was in, now I'm marking my time, okay, my age. But I kind of happen to still like VW Beetles, bugs. <laughs> Every once in a while I see one for sale, and I go, no, squirrel. <laughs> They're just a unique piece of machinery but anyway uh, so what's it mean to have something you can wrap your faith around can you see yourself there can you see yourself doing it or is it something just right away you go there ain't no way maybe you're trying to see the goal instead of the marker operate where you can grab a hold of with your faith yeah I can see myself I I don't think I can quite see that. And you don't have to say, oh, I could never do that. I could. Don't even say that, okay? As much as your mouth wants to say it, zip it. Because those words can be used against you. Okay? Our words are very important. Your words need to go along and coincide with what's in your heart. 
That came out of your head. It didn't come out of your heart. If God puts something in your heart, speak what's in your heart, not what's in your head. Okay? And so you might not be able to see the whole picture, but you can see this first step. Well, okay, praise God. Well, we'll, we'll take the first step. We'll take the first step. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know, we're, we're building a, a little 3,200-square-foot cabin up on Union Pass. My wife keeps saying that. It's not a cabin, it's a mansion. Well, we started out, I wanted a hunting cabin. Well, Michael and I talked, years talked about, you know, building a little hunting cabin to go hunting up there and do boys and whatnot. Well, the women found out about it and they said, we want a family cabin. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, couldn't quite wrap my faith around that one from the beginning. <laughs> well, what's the first thing to do? Well, let's just get the land secured first. Okay. So we did. Okay. Well, let's get a road cut into it. Oh, yeah, I'm good. And the whole time we're doing that, I'm saying, Lord, you're going to have to put this vision in me. And he was. And he began to. And piece by piece by piece, it was something I could wrap my faith around. Okay. Now, it'll be finished this year. Hallelujah. We're not very far from sheetrock stage, praise God. Yeah, there you go. Huh? Yeah. Michael said donations accepted. So we just wondered how it was getting (laughs) And then uh, here in a couple weeks, we're going to have a church work day. Uh, No. Just kidding. It's it's coming. It's it's beautiful. I mean, it's from the ground to the top. It's forty feet. This roof is twelve foot. Ten no ten foot ten foot. So three more times this height up to the very top. And the living room is almost thirty foot in the living room. So that's two more times than this, just up to the top. Any volunteers for changing out light bulbs or anything? That's why we're putting LED in so we don't have to do that, right? <laughs> but it's coming. But we're take, taking it in stages. This is a five-year plan, and this is, this is the fifth of the five years. Hallelujah. Sometimes you've got to do what you can wrap your faith around. Amen. Don't ever say it wouldn't be possible. I remember the first time I went to Israel. Uh, I always wanted to go to Israel. I wanted to go. Man, I just, it was in my heart. I just wanted to go to Israel. I didn't have no money at that time. It was at least $4,000, 4, dollars to $5,000 even back then. This was in 88. Didn't have the money to do it. We went out to eat down there in Oklahoma. And uh, as I was leaving, I went over to tell these people they had been at church and I knew him a little bit and went over to tell him bye. When we did, she says, um, Danny, she says, have you ever wanted to go to Israel? I said, uh, yeah. She said, well, she said, I have a ticket and I'm supposed to leave Thursday. This was Sunday. And she said, I can't go. If you want to go, you can have my ticket. And I went, uh, 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 Okay. Well, I said, 
But she said, I need to know pretty quick. She said, matter of fact, I need to know the latest tomorrow. And I said, okay, well, there's some things that's got to come into play. See, if I would have been on, if my faith would have really been where it should have been, I'd already had my passport. By the way, if you're believing God to go to Israel, get your passport. Okay, enough said. Because uh, <laughs> you ain't going any place without a passport, right? Uh, so, I had to, I didn't have a passport. I had to get a passport. Secondly, I was working at a job. I didn't think they'd ever let me off work to go. Thirdly, I needed the money. I, well, thirdly, I needed agreement with Pastor Nancy to make sure she was in agreement with me going, leaving her for almost two weeks. And then fourthly, I needed the money to come in while I was gone because we was, wasn't making it by too much at that time. Well, I went into work the next day, and I talked to my boss about it. He said, oh, yeah, go have a great time. We'll see you when you get back. It's just like so easy. It was like, oh, really? So I went down and, and got an application for my passport, and at the time, you could go walk it through in, uh, in Houston, Texas. Well, guess what? That Sunday, there was a, 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 a gentleman in the church service that gave, from Houston, Texas that gave his life to the Lord. He was a drug addict, gave his life to the Lord, and God miraculously transformed his life right there in that service. I spent a little bit of time with him after the service and kind of, you know, touched bases and everything. And then when I found out the next day that I needed to go to Houston, I called him. I, had, I got his number. I called him. I said, hey, you going to be down in Houston? Yeah. He said, I'm going down there today. I said, hey, I've got to come down. If I fly my plane down to Houston, can you come pick me up at the airport and take me downtown to the the office. He said, sure, I'd be glad to. I'm not going to get into all the details, but make a long story short, I got my passport that day. I got there later than I should have. They said, there's no, you're not going to get the passport today, but I got, did. Got my passport that day. So that was on, uh, uh, I think, uh, uh, Tuesday. That was on Tuesday. I come back. And so I got back. When the next day was Wednesday. I got home from work on Wednesday and there was a check in the mail that covered financially. I didn't even know we was getting it. A check in the mail that covered my exp the expenses and paid the bills while I was gone. And then Pastor Nancy, of course, she said, are you crazy? Yes, go, by all means. So there was bam, 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 all four of them one day before I was to leave. Oh, by the way, I told Monday on faith, yes, I'll take the ticket, I'll go. Didn't even have my passport yet trusted God and God made it happen now what happened when she asked me about that to go I had a cho I, I had a choice to make am I going to say oh the, you know I'd love to but there's just no way or would I choose to trust God that this is a God thing before it wasn't even an option now guess what here in two weeks I'm getting ready to take my third trip to Israel and the majority of it being paid for. The, as the one, and, and then I always wanted to take Pastor Nancy over. Guess what? They called her this last year. Uh, uh, women in leadership got a hold of her. Kufi did, Christian United, and say, hey, uh, we're offering to you. Well, me, it cost me 800 bucks, but to her, it was nothing. Didn't, they didn't even charge her anything. Uh, they have people behind to subsidize them. And they said, uh, 
if you'd be willing to go, we're, we want to uh, take care of Pastor Nancy's way to go over there. She got to go to Israel, too. So she's been once. This will be my third trip. And I mean, God's worked it out. I, that wasn't even, it didn't even look like it would be possible to go. So I say this, if, if part of your vision is for God, and, and, and I'm sorry if I didn't tell you, but we had a trip scheduled in April this year, but they basically called and said, we're, we're, we're going to, it's not going to work out because of everything that's going on and everything over there. But if you would be open, we would like for you to postpone that until next year, February next year. I said, absolutely. So we are, we're, we're down, I don't have the dates next year in February, but uh, we're, we've got that slot. They're working that slot, getting us in there. So if you ever wanted to go, praise God, next year in February is our, is our time. Praise the Lord. And don't say, well, I can't afford it because you serve a God that can. Amen. I told you about how that... A lot of stories coming to mind right now, and I like to share, but just real quickly, I told you the story about I was going to do my annual on my airplane one year, and I was grumbling, complaining about oh, the cost of it, several thousand dollars to do this annual every year. And I was just like the Lord spoke up on the inside of me, and he says, son, what matters how much it costs if I'm footing the bill for it? Yes, sir. And so it's never been a problem since then to cover an annuals on my airplane. Hallelujah. So what is it that you need help with? I want to read this scripture real quick here. We'll close. Psalms 51.10. Create in me a clean heart. The, what I want you to focus on here is create in me. God is in the business of creating things in us. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit and steadfast spirit within me. Create in me. Create in me. If you don't have a vision, say, Lord, I'm asking you to create one in me. He's a creating God. He's our creator. He's in the creation business. Amen? Now, I think, Pastor Michael, I think you did this scripture, but I'm going to do it again because it's worth repeating. Isaiah 54, 2 through 4 of the Amplified, says it, the classic says it this way. Enlarge the place of your tent and let the curtains of your habitations be stretched out. Spare not, lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. For you will, for you will spread abroad to the right hand and to the left and your offspring will possess the nations and make the desolate cities to be inhabited. Fear not, for you shall not be ashamed, neither be confounded or depressed. For you shall not be put to shame, for you shall forget the shame of your youth. In other words, it's not going to hold you back. And you shall not seriously remember the reproach of your uh, widowhood anymore. It doesn't matter what's happened in the past. God's bigger than that. That's the only thing the enemy has to work with is your past. And he'll try to bring that up. Well, you wasn't able to do it before. Look what happened before. Guess what? We serve a God of the future, praise God. And the past is in the past. We're leaving that behind, and we're pressing towards the mark of the prize, the high calling in Christ Jesus. Amen? So I'm asking you to do this. Let God expand in you. Let him expand. Begin to think big. It's time to stop thinking small because we have a big God. What would happen if God thought small? Thank God he doesn't. He doesn't. Did you know that there's worlds out there, not just this world? I'm not saying there's 
life on other planets. I don't know. There could be. Who knows? I'm leaving that part up to God. But I do know there's other worlds because the Bible talks about worlds it's created. We can even see planets and worlds in here. But God's a big God. What did he create them for? He's got plans. He's got big plans. Hallelujah. And he's got plans someday coming back and us ruling and reigning in the new earth. Praise God. Something made brand new. Hallelujah. God has big plans. Ask God to plant a seed in you and then water it. How are you going to water it? Talk about it. Speak to it. This seed that's in you. What's in the, I mean, you might talk to yourself. You might look in your mirror. Hey, you're going places with God this year. Praise God. Things are changing in your life. Begin to talk. Look at that person in the mirror looking back at you. Begin to talk to them. Begin to let God uh, raise vision up on the inside. Begin to speak that vision out. Praise God. Amen? Amen. Begin to think big. See it with the eye of faith. See it. See it. Not up here, but begin to put your faith. Begin to talk about it. The more you begin to talk about it, all of a sudden it begins to mature. The more that you can begin to see the picture come into view, into focus more and more. Begin to see it. Begin. Because God, as he puts it in your heart, and you begin to talk about it, begin to think about it, all of a sudden it begins to come into view. Praise God. Oh, there's a car just like the one I'm, 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 I've been looking at. Oh, there's another one right there I've been looking at. You're spotting him. Now you're spotting the direction that you're going. Amen? And then, do what? Just give God thanks every day for it. Just give God thanks. Thank you, Lord, for the vision that you put in me. Thank you, Lord, where we're headed together. Praise God. I thank you, Father God, that you're my helper. You've sent the Holy Spirit to be my helper. You're helping me. You'll help me to get to where I need to be. Praise God. You'll work these things out that I don't know how's going to happen. I don't need to know how. There's, those are the details. You'll take care of those. All I know is I'm going to press forward. Praise God. And watch and see the salvation of the Lord. Amen. Let's stand our feet. Praise God. Hallelujah. We serve a good God. We serve a big God. Praise God. Amen. 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 Praise God. Glory, glory. Well, did you get anything out of this today? Praise the Lord. Amen. So he said, well, what's my vision for this year? Maybe you're, maybe you're going to go back and rethink some things a little bit. And that's okay if you need to. Tweak them a little bit. You know, I've been thinking way too small. I think I'm going to up the ante a little bit. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. God wants us to think. But Well, what if I don't hit him? Well, what if you do? What if you do? Well, the chances are good. I probably, well, what if you do? I mean, let's start being an um, uh, optimist instead of a pessimist, right? Don't be pessimistic about, oh, I can't do that. Stop it. That's not your DNA. That's not your heavenly father. What if he had that same attitude? You and I are his children. He's put, he's put vision inside of us, glory to God. He's got it for us. And he desires for us to, to go on to bigger things, praise God. Hallelujah. Well, glory. You doing good? Karen, do you have a whole different mindset about yourself now than you did a year ago?
What about you, Kathy? Where did that come from? You had to be open to it, right? Yeah. Hallelujah. I could just go down the road, get down the row. I see you, each one of you there. Well, we're thankful for what God's done in your life. And we're thankful for what He's doing. We're not there yet, we're not even close. I'm glad what he's done in you, Ashley. I'm thankful what he's done in you. But you haven't seen anything yet. But you're right where you need to be for right now. Hallelujah. It's good. And there's more. You may not know how it's going to happen, how it's going to come together. Let God take care of the details of it. Just every day. Lord, I just endeavor to love on you more. Put you first in everything I do. Strengthen my relationship with you. He knows how to work out those details. And he's good at it. He's been in the business for a lot of years. And he can handle any situation. And he knows what's important to you. He knows what's important to others how to work in the midst of it. And he knows how to restore. He's a restoring God. He can do so much so quick. So don't ever think it's too late. And don't look at it like I'm on the defensive here. But say, Lord, show me how I can push forward, how I can get on the offensive. What, okay, I can't do this, but what can I do? Show me what I can do. As you know, the first three letters of Satan, S-A-T, right? What's the first two letters of God? Kind of pretty well describes it right there. You're hooked up with God, you're going to go someplace. It may not look like anything's happening or whatever, but it is. Things happen behind the scenes sometimes we don't even know about. When we do what we know to do, the best that we know to do, and to cultivate that relationship with Him, it allows Him to work through our lives to those around us. While we're just not thinking anything's going on, anything's happening. We don't know what's happening in the nighttime. We don't know who God's sending across somebody's path. We don't know what this is going on and that's going on. We just keep our eyes on Him. It works. Praise God. Aren't you thankful for God's goodness? Hallelujah. God's good. I just want to encourage you this morning. You're not alone. He's your Holy Spirit, your helper. Jesus was so concerned when he left here that he would not leave you comfortless, that he would not leave you without somebody to help you 
that he would not leave you on your own. Because he knew you and I just couldn't do it on our own. We needed some help. I know, sometimes we think, hey, I got this. I don't need any help. Wrong. You'll find out at some point in your life that you do need him. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Father, I thank you for these people, every person that's here today. Thank you, Lord, for vision being instilled within each one of us. Bigger vision, more. Hmm, yes, yes. I just heard the Spirit of the Lord say, some of you, the minute that you begin to take that, accept the vision that I put in your heart, I'll begin to add to it. I'll begin to add to it. What you're seeing is only the beginning. But I have much, much more planned for you, says the Lord. But just make the decision. I'm going to go with you. I'm going to trust you. And says the Lord, I will begin to open those doors that no man can open. I'll begin to make a way where there seems to be no way. And I'll begin to add to that vision. And I'll get you to where you need to be. Don't be concerned about it. You let me take care of that. You do what I've put before you to do. And you'll see joy. You'll see freedom. You'll see things begin to come before that you never saw before. A brand new you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Father, I thank you for every person here. Thank you that you're helping us, and you'll help us to get where we need to be. Oh, you're so good. We just give you thanks. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. You're valuable. You're precious. You're special. And you're important to God. Bless you. Have an awesome It's been a joy having you with us today. We pray you've been blessed by spending the time in God's Word. Always remember, you're valuable and precious, special and important to Him.